Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Student Perspectives, the podcast where we talk about the unique challenges and opportunities presented throughout the professional journey of pharmacy students. My name is Evan Liddington, a fourth-year student at Wilkes University Nesbitt School of Pharmacy, and today we'll be chatting with Elena Potestos, Stephen Astrakhan, and Jacob Jarbo about their experience presenting a poster at the ASHP Mid-Year Clinical Meeting and advice for those planning to present a poster at the 2023 Mid-Year Meeting in Anaheim. Thank you guys for joining us today. So our first question for you, could you just each tell us about yourself and your current role? Elena, if you'd like to start. Yeah, I can get us started. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. So like Evan said, my name's Elena, and I'm the for uh, PGY1 pharmacy resident at Wilkes University and um, Wise Markets Pharmacy, which is a community-based pharmacy residency. So I'm all about things community and academia. So it's really exciting for me. And yeah, I've had a lot of different experiences presenting posters at not only ASHP, but some other kind of national organizations too. One of my cool ones was presenting a poster at the American Plant Biologist Conference in Canada, which is an interesting place, but yeah. Nice to meet you. Stephen, could you go next? Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, My name is Stephen Astrakhan. I am the PGY2 Pediatric Pharmacy Resident at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, I also have had a lot of experience presenting uh, posters and platform presentations with ASHP at mid-year in Las Vegas last year, uh, as well as platform presentations at pediatric pharmacy-specific organizations. So excited to be here. Thank you, Stephen. And Jacob? Hey, everyone. My name is Jacob Jarbo. I'm a PGY-1 at Indiana University Health in Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, it's a tongue tire. Um, I did my PharmD at Sanford University Michael Water School of Pharmacy in Birmingham, Alabama. And I've had a couple of opportunities to do my research poster presentations. I did mine at mid-year last year in Las Vegas, but also did it at the Alabama Society of Health System Pharmacy Summer Meeting last year. Thank you, Jacob. It's nice to meet all of you, and thank you for joining us for the podcast today. So our first question for you is, what are the benefits of presenting a poster at mid-year, especially for those who might be new to this experience? Elena, would you mind starting? Yeah, for sure. So any experience that you can get presenting at a national conference, especially as a student, is a really great opportunity. And the more you get yourself out there, the more you can be comfortable with preparing posters and presenting other kinds of projects, getting feedback from mentors, from the network, and building on your skills and experiences that you can lean on when you're applying for postgraduate opportunities and kind of building your career. So, I think we all have, uh, you know, areas to improve on when we think about public speaking. And I think this is a great opportunity. Um, You're going to see a lot of different people from different areas. Um, and then, you know, you think about it, some programs require you to do uh, present research as, as a PGY-1. So it's really just a good experience to get that in advance and to show these programs that you're interested in doing research and presenting that information. And I mean, after all, you know, you should be proud of your work that you have done. Thank you both for that insight. So next question is, as the mid-year clinical meeting is approaching, 
What can attendees expect during the poster session? So I don't know about Anaheim this year, but Las Vegas last year, the room was huge. Um, there's hundreds of posters and hundreds of people walking around. And so it's really chaotic and it's overwhelming at times, but it's also very exciting. Thank you. And I appreciate you uh, mentioning how it can be overwhelming for students as well. So it's safer to know that there's many people overwhelmed together. So thank you for that. Next question is, many student pharmacists and residents are eagerly preparing to showcase their work. What advice do you have for members as they begin designing and formatting their posters? Even would you mind starting? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I try to think about is remembering how big your poster is. And so you're making your PowerPoint slide that's going to be printed on your poster, and it's all little on your computer screen, and you think it's going to be legible, but when you blow it up to a massive poster size, it's really hard to read. And so make sure you keep that in mind when you're picking your font sizes and really even your font, that it's going to be legible at a large size. That also goes for your charts and figures, making sure that they're easy to interpret. I really am a big fan of smart art and using graphics instead of just charts, which can be really hard to read from a distance. Um, and when you're kind of designing your layout of the poster, uh, trying to think about what really is the most important part of your presentation. What are you trying to get your audience to remember? And make sure that you try to focus the most space on your poster towards that. So don't waste all of your space talking about a part of your project that isn't the most important. And it's not strictly like a design of the poster, but something that I really like reminding students about is to do your best to get your poster printed as early as you're able to. You want to try to get rid of all of those potential stress points and areas where things can go wrong, and you really don't want to show up without your poster. Yeah, I think you should you should always triple check your work for punctuation or spelling errors or even making sure that your data is accurately reflect reflected. Um, this work not only represents you, but also represents your preceptor for the presentation and also your institution. So it's important to make sure everything is nice and squared away. And you should make your poster easy to read, kind of like what Stephen was saying. Like less is more, kind of focus on your data. So it's it's really easy to read if someone's walking by. I mean, I think less words usually do make a better poster presentation. But really, you want people to be able to get the essence of your poster by walking by. Because you think about it, there's 100 people in there. They can't stop at every single poster. But if they walk by and they can see your big chart and this is what they saw, that's I think that's really important. You know, if people are willing to stop and talk, then you can explain what went on behind the scenes. And I just want to hop in with one more quick thing. I, I really like that point that Jacob brought up with less is more. This poster is an advertisement. It's a discussion tool to help bring people in uh, and get them interested in your project. Once they're there, you can tell them anything you want. If your poster is super busy to look at and crowded, then there's not really a lot of point to talking with you about it when they can just stand far enough away where they can still read it. So make sure that you leave opportunity for a good discussion there. Thank you both for those tips and tricks. For many students, this is their first time presenting a poster at a professional conference. So this is very helpful for them to gain insight on that. Our next question is, what are some strategies for presenting your project in a concise and compelling manner? 
their key items to include when delivering your poster presentation. Elena, would you mind starting? Yeah, absolutely. So practice makes perfect. And that's not just for this specific poster presentation. That's for any presentation you do in your life. This should never be the first time you talk through or present your poster. It should be the fifth time, the seventh time that you've read through what you want to say and you've had that chance to practice. So determine what are the most important and exciting parts of your poster to develop that elevator pitch. If you had one or two minutes to draw someone in quickly, what's going to entice them to wanting to hear all of the details of your poster? So like they um, guys were saying earlier, there's hundreds of posters there. So what makes yours special and what do you find most exciting about it that you can use to really draw someone in? Yeah, I, I really agree with Elena. I mean, I think the elevator pitch is important. Like we said earlier, there's a lot of people um, so kind of treat it like a try, try to treat it like sales in the middle of the mall, right? Try to get them to come in real fast. Hey, let me tell you about this real quick. Would you like to hear about my poster on this? You know, think about also that some people might might not have the same interests as you, so they might not want to hear everything about yours. But if you want to give them a little tidbit, I think that'd be good. But give yeah, give a few liners of what why we did it, what we saw, and your conclusions about it. And also like to use like my hand to guide on the poster because. You have a lot, probably have a lot going on, maybe a lot of data, but if you can point to the, the key points, look at our p-value on this. This is why we came to that conclusion. And, but yeah, I think that's a big, a big thing. I think the biggest thing I think we both agree on is the elevator pitch is a really good thing. You both for that input. Next question is, do you have any networking tips for students presenting or not presenting posters while they navigate the meeting? Elena, would you mind starting again? Yeah, of course. So in our new age of technology, more recently, people have been including QR codes on their posters. So like we've said, it's a busy poster and it's hard to write all of your references or all of your information. So if you have a QR code on there, that can lead somebody to your contact information. Or if you're tech savvy enough, you can have something that can lead right to your LinkedIn or another social media platform where people can connect with you. And you can use that on a business card, add QR codes everywhere into your life. And that can be somewhere that can easy and quick connect you to networking with different professionals. And even if you're not presenting a poster in the moment, you can have a business card with a QR code or just some way that you can quickly have somebody to connect to your network or whatever platform you're using. I really like that business card idea. Never thought about putting a link to it with a QR code to my LinkedIn, but that's a really good idea. I think, you know, when you're at mid-year, I think everyone's really eager to meet new people. I think a general rule of thumb, if you just make good eye contact, introduce yourself to people. If you're at posters, ask really thoughtful questions and just have a, a positive attitude and you'll meet a lot of great people. And I just challenge everyone here just to sit next to someone you don't know. And I can guarantee you, you'll have a good experience. And I promise you that. And I, I also really like that QR code idea. It's actually something that I've t I've stolen. It's now on my business cards too and links to my CV, which has uh, been going really nicely for me. Um, but going along with that, something else that I've seen recently with poster presentations and mid-year specifically is having uh, people have 
printed out versions of their poster. And so if you're in this nice conversation with someone, you can give them a copy of your poster that has all of this information, all of your data, your experiences, and your contact information. And it's a really nice tool for having a continued dialogue. Um, and if you're not presenting, that's totally fine. I agree with what Jacob said with making sure that you're asking really pointed questions and showing interest. And I can't really express that enough. If you're going to talk to someone, they're really excited about the work that they've done. They've put a lot of time and effort into it and they're excited to tell you about it. So be excited for them. Be excited with questions that you're asking. Um, think about their project and how it might be impacting your own practice. Even if you're still applying for residency, think about what you might be able to bring to a new institution based off of what you're learning. Mid-year and any conference is a learning experience. And so not only learning about professional development, but also learning about clinical decision-making. And so use the research of your peers. It's very, very helpful. Thank you all for that input. Networking can definitely be something very challenging for students um, and intimidating as well. So we really appreciate all of the tips that you can give to help students better prepare and feel at ease as they go to these conferences. So our last question is, what is something you wish you knew when preparing or presenting your poster? Elena? Yeah, so before going into my prep and presenting of my poster, I really wish that I just knew about all of the resources that were available to help make successful poster presentations. So take advantage of your mentors, your preceptors, your professors, other students who are there to help support you and have similar experiences to you. We talked about a lot of tips and tricks and resources today. Take time to look through them and take advantage of what's available to you. Consider using the mid-year poster resource guide. It's going to be linked in the show notes from this podcast. That's another really great resource that can be available to you. And just don't be scared to reach out and ask questions. Other people have the same questions as you. Other people have been through the same experiences as you, and they're always willing to help. And I'm sure myself or any of the other um, speakers on this podcast today would even be willing to help you too. So. And I totally agree with what Elena just said, especially with that part about asking your fellow students and even those students who are maybe a year or two above you and have also been through this, use them as your resource. Many of them will be more than willing to show you what their posters have looked like in the past and give you tips and tricks from their own experiences. When you're making a poster, it's a lot of work. When you're figuring out what you're going to say, it's a lot of work. Um, use their experiences. Um, I'm sure they all have felt like they've made mistakes, so learn from them. Thank you both for that input. So that is all the time we have today. I want to thank Elena Potestos, Stephen Astrakhan, and Jacob Jarbo for joining us today to discuss presenting a poster at the ASHP Mid-Year Clinical Meeting. If you haven't before, I encourage you all to check out ASHP student resources. You can find member-exclusive offerings such as targeted materials on career transitions, information on residency, and research tools. Thanks again for tuning in to this session of Student Perspectives. We hope you've enjoyed today's conversation, and be sure to subscribe to ASHP's podcast through your favorite podcast provider. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. 
Join us next time on ASHP Official.